Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another session with me, Valerie at Coaching with Valerie. Today's session, I want to talk about being fruitful and multiplying and exactly what that means and how that relates to multiple income streams. You need to know if you are being fruitful and multiplying. And if you are not, what components are actually missing as to why you're not being fruitful and multiplying. If you are in a fruitful and a multiplication state, there is always more. So let's dive into today's session and talk about further being fruitful and multiplying. So what we're gonna actually look at today is where exactly did the term being fruitful and multiply come from? We'll look at a couple of key scriptures and build upon some additional scriptures that are actually shown in the word where we actually get to see being fruitful and multiplying in action. We'll look at what exactly is being fruitful and multiplying. We'll look at each one of those words a little bit more in depth and pull from their meanings. Then we will look at another scripture that deals with believing in God and what actually happens when we believe in God. We'll look at how many times in scripture is being fruitful and multiplying actually being mentioned, which is very quite interesting. Uh, we'll look at being fruitful and multiplying in terms of how it applies to actual biblical numbers and get to dive a little bit deeper into the meaning and begin to build on this whole concept of being fruitful and multiplying and what that actually looks like. The last thing that we'll look at in today's section is exploits and what exactly is going on in on a general scope on a whole with the world for you personally and how we're actually in a season of doing exploits. So let's dive in and look a little closer into being fruitful and multiplying. Lastly, I, I did want to mention this, that we I will we'll look at a demo. I'll do a quick little demonstration. Depending on time, I don't want this webinar to be really, really long. I want to keep it at just about an hour. Um, so I'll look at time, but I do want to give you guys some, uh, some ideas of streams of income that can be generated for you. And again, allotting with time. If I can do a demo, I will do a demo today. If not, we'll do a demo definitely on our next session. Okay. So what's the big idea? So where did the term of multiple income streams actually come from? Now, again, we see the first term of being fruitful and multiplying in scripture in Genesis chapter one, verse 28. And here's what it says. And God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it using all its vast resources in the service of God and man and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves upon the face of the earth. So when we look at this scripture, we see that the Lord is very clear. He did not make a suggestion and say, I want you to be fruitful. You know, just be, if you want to be fruitful, be fruitful. 
he actually blessed us because it first says in this verse, and God blessed them. Them is you and me. He blessed us. And he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. So it, what he gave us actually a command. Being fruitful is a command. The Lord was very deliberate. He said, be fruitful and multiply. So when, we, when he says be fruitful and multiply, let's take a look at that term, be fruitful and multiply, and pick that term apart piece by piece to get more of the hidden meaning. But before I do that, I want to give you some additional references in scripture of being fruitful and multiplying. Now, if we look at the parable of the five talents and that story from Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30, the feeding of the 5,000, where we have the five loaves of bread and the two fish and how that got multiplied to feed 5,000 people. Can you even imagine five loaves of bread and two fish feeding 5,000 people. I mean, that is a true example of being fruitful and actually multiplying. Casting your net, that scripture about casting your net in John chapter 21, verses one through six, where Jesus has, um, has his disciple, Peter. Peter is a fisherman and he's been out all day fishing, hasn't caught anything. He's an experienced um, fisherman, but um, he's kind of in a dry season where he's been out all day and hasn't caught any fish. And this is his livelihood. And so Jesus comes along and talks to him and asks to go on a ride on his boat. And Peter goes with, puts him on the boat. They go out and Peter's doing his normal thing, experienced fisherman, and still, even with Jesus on the boat at that time, is not catching any fish. So Jesus says, why don't you cast your net on the other side? And, you know, Peter's like, you know, listen, you know, I'm an experienced fisherman. I don't really see about casting my net on the other side. What difference that's going to make? I've been out here all day and haven't caught anything. And, you know, Jesus is like, just do it. Just cast your net on the other side. So Peter does it. And lo and behold, he brings up so much fish that the net almost breaks there barely room in the boat that they have to pull up that load of fish that he um, is able to catch by obeying Jesus when he casted his net on the other side. So another example of multiplication. We also see in scripture turning water into wine. This was Jesus's first miracle of turning water into wine in John chapter two, verses one through 11. The widow's oil the scripture of the widow of Zarephath, where she had no food, she had her son, and she um, prophet. She meets a prophet, and the prophet they're in a conversation, and you know she invites the prophet to come back to her home, and the prophet gives her instructions and says to her, you know, I want you to make me something, make me a cake, get you know, make me a cake, and then you can do whatever it is you're going to do. Well, she does it. And the guest that this widow of Zarephath had, she, you know, um, you know, the, the, the guest basically told her once she made that, she could do whatever she wanted. And the widow, she obeyed him. She made the cake and he instructed her on what she needed to do about getting all these jugs and filling them up and getting as many as she could find. If she had to go to neighbors, go and find more jugs, she obeyed him. 
and she filled up those jugs and those jugs kept multiplying to the point where she had abundant provision. She did not lack. She that was a true example of multiplication. So in these additional references, I wanted to give you guys some things that you can see physically with your eyes that reference more examples of how various uh, Bible characters were able to be fruitful and multiply. And in the midst of that being fruitful and multiplying, the miraculous was demonstrated. The exploits were demonstrated, but faith and obedience had to come into play first in order to reap the benefits of really tapping into being fruitful and multiplying. All right, so let's go on. As I mentioned earlier, I wanted to take a look at being fruitful and multiplying and picking each of those words apart for us. Now, I know we all may know what fruitful means and multiplying and just that state of being, what that means, but it's good to revisit things and really go back and being deliberate and revisiting the meaning of certain things to get a deeper understanding, um, to see things that we may not have seen before and to um, get a broader picture and a deeper understanding. So that's the reason why I pretty much wanted to look at each one of these words and get us to see them and to get that deeper meaning of what it means when we say being fruitful and multiplying. So when we define the word be, it's used as a verb, but I'm gonna include some synonyms here as well for my, um, my, spelling, my spelling connoisseurs, my spelling experts, and my English teachers. So be, it exists, it means to be, exist, to be alive, to have breath or draw breath, to occur, take place, having the state of quality, identity, and a natural role specified. So I'm gonna read that again so that you can really begin to pick out some of those verbs and synonyms that automatically jump out at you and you identify. And if there are words that are jumping out at you and you just identify, I want you to hold those words or write them down because there's a reason why certain words are jumping out at you. And I want you to write that down. That's a balloon that you need to grab and hold on to. So I'm gonna read it again. B, it's used as a verb, but again, there's some synonyms I'm including. And B means to exist, to be alive, have breath or draw breath to occur, take place having the state or quality, identity, nature, role specified. So words that jump out at to me with that word be is identity and a nature role specified. Those are my two balloons that I'm taking note of and holding on to. And I want you to grab a hold of those two words as well. When we look at fruitful, that means to yield or producing fruit. It's abundant productive productivity, fertility, fertile, the power to reproduce in kind or assist in reproduction and growth. Assist in reproduction and growth. So that's another balloon, another balloon to grab a hold of, reproduction and growth. So, so far we have identity, nature role specified, 
and to assist in reproduction and growth. So remember that. Now, when we look at multiply, it means more than one thing, having numerous aspects of function. I love that, having numerous aspects of function. Another balloon, so hold on to that. So with these three words, we have pulled identity, nature role specified, assist in reproduction and growth, and having numerous aspects of function. So let's go on. Now, I wanna ask the question, who and in what are you believing? In who and in what are you believing? I wanna encourage you with the scripture from 2 Chronicles 2020, as it states, if you believe in the Lord, then you will be established. So I wanna encourage you guys as we're moving forward and you're starting to get nuggets and truths and some revelation to grab a hold of them, hold them tight, write them down, claim them for yourself and just be like a child and just believe. Believe in what the revelation is that you're hearing, the balloons, the wisdom keys that you're hearing and hold on to them because you will be established when you believe in the Lord. Now let's look at what establish actually means. And I know I'm doing a lot of um, definitions here because I really want to show you the guy, show you, you guys just the importance of being fruitful and multiplied is and how that is a command, how many times it's referenced and what that means for, for you and for me. Um, and that that being fruitful and multiply is in us. We were created, that is a part of what we were created for was to be fruitful and multiply from that scripture that we saw in Genesis 1 verse 28. Now establish, it means to institute something permanently by an enacting or agreement, to settle and make firm or stable, to introduce and cause to grow and multiply, bring into existence. Now, you're, again, I wanna mention that you're really gonna have to have eyes to see and ears to hear what is being said to you personally, for your situation, and in a deeper and a fresh way as we continue with this session. So again, I wanna to stress to be alert because here we're starting to build and why the importance of being fruitful and multiplying. So we see here in the meaning of being established, there is the meaning of growing and multiplying and bringing things that are not in existence into actual existence. to grow and multiply again. For example, from what we covered so far, did you see and notice that one of those definitions for establishes to grow and multiply? Now, I know that there are many who are watching and they're gonna be watching this at a later time. And in fact, are in a place of being established. Many of you are in a place right now where you're actually being established. But in order to be established and to be able to continue to be in a place of being established, you have to believe and trust 
not in your own abilities, but in the Lord. As what is being established in you, you haven't experienced before. There's going to be new ways. There's going to be, there's new methodologies. There's new visions, dreams. There's new ideas. There's new concepts. There's sensing this, so, this feeling of discernment, the seeing of repetitive patterns. Maybe, maybe these repetitive patterns are, are, you know, actual words, phrases, some directions, instructions, maybe even some collaborations that are actually going to bring increase and greater increase, but in new ways, in new ways that you're not used to. But when you believe in and recognize what is actually happening and can embrace what is happening and step out into what is happening, then you, the Lord, begins to establish you. So let me ask you another question. And this is going to be an interactive session. Do you have your instructions? And what do I mean when I say, do you have your instructions? Now, instructions can be, as I mentioned just now, that they can be ideas, they can be concepts and insights. I like to call them ICIs, your ideas, concepts, and insights. Sometimes in the busyness of life, you know, we, we get a quick thought, we see a quick little picture and we, you know, we, we, we don't recognize it or we, we get distracted with the cares of life, what we're doing. And we, we miss that, that, that little window of what was just shown into us with a little flash glimpse or what have you. And those can actually be instructions. Those can be ideas, concepts, and insights. Now, I want to mention a quote from one of my uh, mentors that I actually glean from in for wisdom in just business um, and just in life. And his name is Mike Murdoch. Uh, some of you may have heard of him. And he has a message called The Seven Steps to a Financial Miracle. And in that, he talks about obedience to an instruction. And obedience to an instruction is actually the difference between poverty and prosperity. I'm going to repeat that again. Obedience to an instruction is the difference between poverty and prosperity. The difference between poverty and prosperity is, again, an instruction. The instruction that you follow is going to determine the future that you create. And the only proof of faith is going to be following that instruction. Now, that is a whole mouthful, and I could just do a teaching alone just on poverty and prosperity, the mindset that is involved in that, and, um, but that's a whole nother topic. But for the sake of this session here and this teaching, I just want to emphasize your instructions and what your instructions look like. Because you may be getting some downloads right now, some instructions, and they may be coming so simple, so quickly. And because they're coming the way they're coming, maybe simply and quickly, you may not be recognizing them. And you have to grab, those are instructions and you have to grab a hold of them because they're your ideas and concepts and they are actually going to determine your future. 
eight is not enough. Now, we've talked a lot about being infruitful and multiplying, and I want to kind of go in a deeper direction with the whole idea of being fruitful and multiplying with that phrase. And I want to look at and tie it into numbers, biblical numbers. Now, I, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be kind of interesting. Hold on to your seat. Don't leave just yet. Um, sit tight. Because again, we're going deeper into what being fruitful and multiplying actually means. This is all about going deeper, um, tapping into some mysteries and some hidden treasures. And so that's why I'm looking at these different kind of angles and to really uh, show you guys why it's so important to be fruitful and multiply and how to identify if you are be if you're actually uh, being fruitful and multiplying in your life. And if you're not, we don't worry, we got you covered. We'll discuss how you can be fruitful and multiply. Now, when I mention numbers, that can be a whole nother session and teaching in itself. And I wanna just keep it simple for the focus of this session. And I mentioned specifically biblical numbers because numbers can be good or bad. And we're gonna focus on the positive and how that relates to what we're discussing today. So I'm gonna keep it simplified to, um, at, to our topic today and what we're discussing. And so we're gonna focus on the positives of what numbers actually mean because they mean different things for different people and some that it may not even care, you know. Um, but again, I wanted to put that out there uh, because I know I'm going to get different reactions about numbers, but hold on to your seat and see why I'm talking about numbers. Okay, so did you know that being fruitful and multiply is mentioned nine times in the book of Genesis? Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible. Now, I highlighted the number nine in Genesis here because, again, another balloon that we're going to capture and go deeper into what that is. Because when I saw this, I knew that it was by no accident that this was very intentional. And I knew that I had to kind of follow this rabbit trail and um, see where it was gonna take me. And so I wanna take that uh, rabbit trail with you guys and reveal to you uh, what I found along that trail. So here we go. Now the biblical meaning for nine, this number has to do with both sides of God's divine judgment. Now, when we think of judgment, we automatically think, woe is me, this is not good. Um, we begin to become fearful. But God's judgment is a mixture of both. Um, think uh, When we think of judgment, think of a courtroom. And there can be negative connotations with courtrooms as well, because we always uh, look at the negativity um, of court and judgments. However, there are two sides to a judgment. It can be a good judgment or it can be a bad judgment. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in order to uh, get to an actual judgment or a verdict. But understand that um, not to be fearful of judgments um, because they're on the other side of the coin, there are also good judgments. So for the purpose of this section, session rather, we're just gonna look at one. And obviously we're gonna look at the positive side 
of God's divine judgment and this number nine. So adding this up, when the judgment is life, because judgment can be life or death, good or bad. So when the judgment is life, when it's good, and this is what we're gonna be focusing on for the purpose of this session, is this number represents bearing fruit and forward progress. So another thing to capture, bearing fruit and forward progress. So examples of nine, again, that we can see in scripture that um, represent bearing fruit is a woman being pregnant. We all know that you know when a woman is pregnant, it's for nine months before she actually gives birth and brings new life. She's pregnant for nine months. Life being a great gift. In John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. So God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So life is the great gift. In addition to the number nine, there are nine fruits of the spirit of the Lord. So when we hear love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, those are nine. The number nine is coming into play, which are the fruits of, of the spirit of the Lord. There are also nine gifts of the spirit of the Lord that are found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 11, where it talks about having the gift, you know, the, the, the giftings of the word of knowledge and so forth. There are nine gifts of the spirit of the Lord, nine fruits of the spirit of the Lord. So here we see the number nine in play to give you more um, of a visual picture of what nine means new life, birthing, bearing fruit, and forward progress. Now, numbers are everywhere. So I know every, everyone has their different interpretations of numbers, and it all has to deal with balance, where, who, what is the source of your numbers, because numbers can be good or bad. But the focal point is, What's your source? Who is your source? Where are you getting your information from? Because at the source is your root, your foundation. And so that is going to determine what end of the spectrum you are on when you're talking about numbers, what numbers means for you if you are one that um, is into numbers. I'm into numbers uh, because that's one of the ways that the Lord speaks to me. And he speaks to me in many ways. And numbers is one of those ways. I, when I see, he tends to speak to me in numbers and I will get a particular number and I'll see it over and over and over. Like for the example, right now, I'm seeing the number 47. I'll see 747, 947. And 747, that's a plane. It represents a 747 Boeing plane. And when you think of a plane, you think of height, you think of depths. Um, you, 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 you think of um, everything that a plane does, but mainly acceleration of a plane, mainly emphasizing the heights and the depths and higher is the emphasis, higher perspective. 
And so when we look at numbers and our source and our root is in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's speaking to us through numbers, um, we can begin to look at um, the context of what that number means, looking at what that number means. And again, what is the context in relation to how he's speaking to me for the particular season that you may be in, or maybe a situation you're going through or about to go through or coming out of. Um, so that is why I, play, I pay very close attention to numbers because that's one of the ways that the Lord speaks to me. And it just gives me such more um, deeper meaning as to what the Lord is saying to me personally. And maybe, you know, you know, he may be speaking to me about something else for somebody else, situation, circumstance, what have you. So numbers are actually everywhere. We cannot get away from numbers. And numbers, um, God created numbers. And this can be seen as early as in scripture in Genesis chapter one, um, where he begins to be very clear about on day one, he created this. On day two, he created this. On day four, he created this. He could have just said, we, you know, we could have just read in scripture on the very, you know, on this day, he created, you know, he created this, he created that, but he was very specific and wanting us to know days, the days and what he created. So we had the days of the week being defined. We have, you know, when we think of numbers, you know, um, you know, we have our date of births, we have our social security numbers, we have our bank accounts, we have them on our license plates, uh, you know, we have them on the clocks, you, you know, we cannot get away from numbers. And numbers is what God gave us as a tool for multiple things. So numbers, they really can't be avoided. Um, and again, this can easily be another topic on its own. But again, this is not the, the purpose of this session. I wanted to pull in the reins on this particular portion as to why I'm going through this angle to give deeper meaning um, into numbers as to what the Lord is saying as and how that relates to being fruitful and multiplying. Um, when I speak on biblical numbers, as I said, I'm specifying the context. I'm specifying my source and where I'm getting my interpretation of numbers. And it's from the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I share that with you and pray that you can get fresh insight, that you can embrace the new because we are in an era in a season of new. So let's go forward and uh, dig deeper. Truth we understand. Now, we scripture talks about how we perish for a lack of knowledge. It's not facts that we know that set us free, but it's the truth that we actually understand and apply that are gonna set us free. Um, so we can have all the facts that we want but it's th those facts are not going to deliver us and set us free and shift some of those old paradigms and mindsets that we have, those strongholds that we have. It's the actual truth. It's actual coming into divine truth, the truth from the word of God through our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ um, and implementing and applying those truths that are really going to begin to set us free. 
Now, I want to go back and look at Genesis. Now, I know, I remember when we spoke on how many times we saw the term be fruitful and multiply appear in scripture. And we said it appears nine times in the book of Genesis alone and how we wanted to look at the number nine. Now let's take a look and look at Genesis and what Genesis actually means. Now it's by, again, uh, it's by no accident that we see that term nine times in the first book of scripture. You know, you think about what the number one means, like what does first mean to you? What does being first actually mean to you? You know, it's a beginning, it's a beginning point. Um, it's a starting point. Um, you know, it's the initiate, you know, it kind of represents the initiation that new. Um, and we've been talking so far a lot about new. So Genesis, when we look at the meaning of Genesis, it's actually a Greek word that means origin, or beginning. And if we look at a biblical meaning of one, it has to do with priority, order, the superiority, and God and himself. Superiority and God himself. In the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, it begins with the creation of the universe. But the focal point is not only about creation, but it is also about the creation of you and me, the creation of man. And in the creation of man, we see multiplication, multiplication. So in Genesis, Genesis represents creation and how there is multiplication in creation. I mean, that just blows my mind when I really look at this. And I hope you guys can see, see um, what I'm seeing, what I saw and what I'm seeing as I'm presenting this. Because sometimes we are used to hearing certain terms, seeing certain words, and we assume that we know what they mean. And sometimes those words will keep showing up or you'll see a word or a phrase. And when you see a word or a phrase, more than one or two times. That means that to pay attention and to, and to go and look at that thing a little deeper and a little bit closer because you're gonna see something that you didn't see before. You thought you knew, but now you're on a new level and it's time to look at this thing in a whole new way and see something that you never saw before. And that is one of the purposes of this session today is to get you to see things that you thought you knew and understood. But now let's go look at that thing again and get a fresh perspective and see things that we never saw before. See some treasures, hidden treasures in secret places, hidden treasures in dark places. So that's what we're doing in this session today. And so I hope that you are really getting some value thus far. But again, going back to Genesis, um, you and I were created a part of our purpose. We were commanded to be fruitful and to multiply. And so a part of Genesis was the creation of man and seeing that being fruitful and multiplying. So not only when we were we commanded to be fruitful and multiply, as we discussed earlier, but it's it's in us we again were created to multiply and to give life. And when I mention that, I'm not just talking about reproducing and giving birth to children, 
and to babies. But not only that, but much more. We were just created to multiply, to reproduce, to give life, to take dominion, to have authority and to rule and to use every resource on this earth. That was our command. And that truly is what we were created to do and is in us when the Lord formed and created us in his likeness and in his being. We also see that this is not, like I mentioned, not about just, not about just um, giving birth to children and, and babies, um, which is such a treasure, but it's even in multiplying, being fruitful and multiplying is even in our mouth. Being fruitful and multiplying is even in our mouth. Scripture talks about how death and life is in the power of the tongue. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. So with our words, with our tongue, we can not only create, but we can bring death or we can bring life. Exploits. Now we're coming to the end of our session, exploits. And wanted to kind of end with this, that as COVID-19 has come, um, it's developed um, and it's kind of calming down um, and there have been new vaccines that have come out. We've all been getting our vaccinations. Um, you know, there's been education now about COVID-19, a lot of wisdom, truths and further development um, just for totally eradicating uh, COVID-19, one really must look deeper on a whole, on a whole, personally, what this meant in a positive light. When COVID hit last March, you know, February last March, um, and um, we all have been affected by it in some form of capacity, we really have to shift our mindset um, and we, 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 you know, there have been a lot of deaths. Um, we've lost a lot of loved ones and so forth. And we do not by any means minimize that at all. We've all had, we've all in some shape or form had to give up something, which is really, really huge. And just thinking about it, I get really emotional about it um, because, you, you know, whether you lost a loved one, whether you lost a business, or a job, every one of us have had to give up something uh, when COVID hit and was on a rampant and shift and do things differently. And we really have to shift, as I was mentioning, shift our mindset and begin to look back now that we've had a little chance to breathe and now that um, we're out and about a lot more and um, you know, still having to take precautions, but you know, we're out and about and things are running and we're not on lockdown and shut down and, and so forth. We can step back and reflect on that year, how our year was and what that meant for us. But what were the positive things that came out of that? Um, how were you able to be resilient 
and do things different? How did that change you in a positive light? What did COVID-19 mean for you in a positive light? How were you able to pivot? How were you able to rein things in um, in a positive light? So I really wanna look at that and ask you that question that that's kind of like a, 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 I got a chew, chew, I got to chew on that for a moment, a kind of a, a say la, meditate on that kind of a moment. Now, in terms of changes, shifts, births, birthings um, of the new on many different levels, um, that's really what has taken place um, over this past year. A lot of shiftings, a lot of birthings, a lot of new, new news, um, a lot of changes. And some of us, a lot of us don't like change. Some of us do like change. But a lot of that change and all of that new involves um, our world economy has changed. World economies have changed. I remember a couple of years ago, I kept hearing the wealth of the nations, the wealth of the nations. And I did not understand what that meant, but it, I just kept hearing it almost to a point where I was getting no rest, but I kept hearing that term, the wealth of nations. And um, I did some research on it, really, really, you know, sought the Lord in prayer as to, okay, what's he saying uh, to me about the wealth of nations? And there was a book that was kind of brought to my attention that just validated and confirmed and brought greater depth of what, what I was hearing about the wealth of nations. Um, I'm not gonna mention that book. You'll have to message me privately if you wanna know, but I'm, I'm not gonna mention that because again, that's gonna bring us into a whole different area. Um, and this is not meant to be, this is not meant to get into uh, too, too deep, but I just want to kind of, um, get you guys thinking um, in a more different light um, when we see certain things and to not take certain things for granted and to assume, have pride and assume that we know um, things that we, because things are, have changed and those old ways of how we have done things are not what is going to sustain us today. Um, so we've had, economics has changed technology has changed the way we're doing business, um, you know, face-to-face, -face, um, online, home businesses. It's, it's, it's all changed, but in a positive light, I believe. So when there is a taking of what you have, there, when there's a taking of what you have, it, it, you're actually being brought into something new. You know, when a door closes, it is because there's something better and new uh, for you, um, for us. Um, when something's drying up and you basically have to take what's drying up and make it into something new. Uh, for example, fruit. When fruit gets dried out, we have dried fruit. <laughs> when we, you know, when you think about flowers and how flowers don't last a long time and they, they can die, they're pretty and beautiful but they don't last a long time and they, they can die. Well, you can actually take those flowers, turn them upside down and have dried flowers and have those flowers forever, but turn them upside down and now have dried flowers. Um, you can even make potpourri out of them. So things that look like they're dying and drying up, being able to take that and, and make something new out of it. And it's forcing us to be more creative to be more resourceful and to look for 
resources in a whole different light. And so that's what um, I have saw generally on a bigger scale and also personally, um, just a, a giving up of, of some things, ways, some ways of doing things. I can't even begin to tell you just personally things that I had to give up. But when I think about it, I don't regret it because now it's it, there's just so much life in that new. There's, it's forced me to be creative. It's forced a, a new level of tenacity in me and not giving up. Um, the journey hasn't been easy, but it has caused a new level of tenacity, not giving up, not taking no for an answer, or you know, just doing things with excellence. Um, and, and just integrity and, you know, more character, more character. And that's what COVID-19, um, what I have gotten out of COVID-19 and just what I see generally on a, on a more broader scope. And so um, as a takeaway from this session, meditate on that, on what COVID-19 has meant for you in this past year. Look at what you have been able to accomplish. Look at, you know, even though there, things still may not be perfect, but look at, again, we're staying in a positive light because life is in us. And so we want to exude life. We want to stay in a place of life. We want to stay in a place of being fruitful. So I want to um, thank you all for joining me. Um, and I want you to tighten up your belt, uh, tighten up your belt, because this is what exploits are to do. This was and remains a time of learning how to do exploits, seeing behind, looking and seeing behind the scenes a lot closer, um, slowing down enough to catch those ICIs, those ideas, concepts, and, um, um, you know, in, in intuitions, intuitions, and being creative, you know, creativity being downloaded on a totally different scale, total different grid and model, something that you haven't known and seen before. You don't know this way. <laughs> um, so new ways of doing things to be more profitable, to be more economical, um, to bring more increased security, acceleration, upgrading, promotions, transference, and changing of the guard. And this is just what I'm seeing on a whole, a broader scope, um, and, as, and, and personally, individually. Um, and I'm seeing, you know, that tightening up the belt as a securing of the future, a securing of your personal future. And we have to understand the times and the seasons that we're living in, and not only understanding them, but we got to know what to do when to do it again the times you know not, not, not only the times but the timing in those times the timing of the lord in those times and seasons um so i bring that to you um recovering all um and this is kind of me just sharing from the heart of of what i have just been really feeling seeing sensing and just experiencing it. And I, I, I get to tears when I just reflect on this and think of it. I, I just get real emotional because 
You know, I just feel all of that and, and see all of that, but really a time of recovering all. This time is a time to break through. Breakthrough that has caused so many and many more to step out in the unknown. Um, a deliverance from specific word structures as this time has taught us to let go of old slave-like structures embrace and embrace an improvision. I want to repeat that. Recovering all, this is a time to break through. Breakthrough that has caused so many and many more to step out into the unknown. A deliverance from specific word structures as this time has taught us COVID-19 this past year has taught us to let go, let go of those old slave-like structures and embrace a new provision, embrace a new way of doing things. Getting rid of that old wine skin um, so that the new wine skin can come. Recognizing where you are, the testing and the blessing, the death and the life, they're all in the presence of the Lord. They're all in the glory, the presence of the Lord. Death and life is in the glory of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord. Testing and blessing, what do I mean by that? I mean, think about that, that death and life is in the presence of the Lord. And what I mean by that is obedience to whatever it is that the Lord has given you to do at this time and in this season. Obedience is breakthrough. Remember I shared that earlier, that obedience is breakthrough. The instruction, that the instruction that we follow can mean prosperity or poverty. And so it is the same in the presence of the Lord that we can choose to obey the Lord. And if we obey the Lord and not only obey him, but trust and believe him. And it's a process. It's a process because he's got to get things out. He's got to deal with our will, our mindset, the emotions, our will of holding on and all the different things that are in, inside of us. But when we get to a place where we can surrender and obey and submit to the Lord, we see his blessing. We see his life. When we disobey God, that actually brings poverty. It actually brings death in some form. It may not be a physical death, but there's some something in our life that will that will, will that will die, that will not have life. It may not be physical, but there will be something in our life that will die. And it may may not manifest right away, but it will show up and maybe a pattern. It may show up in the form of a habit. Um, it may show up in the form of a attitude or disposition that you have, um, but it truly is a time to recover all, a time of breakthrough, embracing the new, stepping out into the unknown, trusting in the Lord, believing in the Lord so that you can be established and be fruitful and multiply. Now, this being fruitful and multiply, how does that relate to income streams and why various income streams? 
And I want to share with you some of the various income streams. And as we, as I do more videos with you guys, we're going to, I'm going to bring a different income stream and show you a different income stream every single week uh, through my business, which is called Dimensional Talent Streams. And my business has been built on a platform called TW3. Um, you see my, for more information, I will list it um, in the description of this video once I get it up and posted since we're live now, but I will provide more information with my contact information. But each week, uh, once a week, I will be doing a video and I will introduce you guys to some different income streams that you um, can take advantage of. And I really want you to take advantage of, if you come into the station for the first time, um, I really want to be able to equip people and to help people show them. I really want to break old mindsets. And as I say that again, I get emotional because I can just feel, I can feel that vice on people. And, um, it was on me for quite, for years, for years, um, and then um, I, um, the Lord was so gracious to introduce me to a mentor and I followed that mentor and slowly things begin to shatter. But there were still some areas that even though I knew about some of the, the you know, income streams, I didn't know what they were, how to obtain them. I, I just, I, you know, I just knew that there were multiple income streams, but I didn't know where they were. And so the Lord has honored me and blessed me and surrounded me with people and given me resources that I just cannot explain, but it was birthed in the season of COVID. It's birthed in this season of COVID. And so I want to share some of those um, income streams with you guys as, you know, and that is really the purpose of this channel. And I'm just gonna treat it like a shopping mall <laughs> and show you all of the fixins and the mixins and what you can do. So if you are a business owner, um, what you can do for lead generation, what you can do for marketing, um, I will show you what, you know, what I have in my arsenal and begin to show you on a weekly basis what we have. Um, so come, when you come to the station, come with pen and paper, um, come, come ready to grab a hold of some things and not only grab a hold, but implement because my desire for this channel is not only to help, but I really want to destroy some old paradigms, some old mindsets, and help you to let go of some old slave-like structures and come into some new paths of provision. Um, I'm thinking about a scripture with uh, the prophet Elijah um, where he hid himself underneath a tree. He had went through this great battle. He ran and hid himself underneath this tree. And then the, the Lord appeared to him and said, you know, what are you doing here? You know, what are you doing here? And he said, I'm the only one left. There's nobody, there's nobody left. It's just me. Well, and he was doing one of those, woe, woe is me, you know, type of deals. And um, the Lord said to him, I want you to go over here. I want you to move from here and go over here. The, 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 the way I was providing for you, where you are at this present state, that's not how I'm going to provide for you. Go over here 
this is what I got for you. This is how I'm going to provide for you over here. And that's what's going on with a lot of us is the way we are being provided for has, past tense, has shifted. And if you are struggling, it is because you have not embraced that there is a new new and that what you're doing is an old way and that old way is not going to work anymore. So if you are struggling in finances in any capacity, creativity, and creativity, if you're struggling in creativity, um, where to find resources, um, you know, I pray that this channel, you will be able to get answers, which is really my passion to give you. Um, so that is what this channel is going to be based on. And I'm excited to bring you guys and take you on this shopping mall journey. So with that being said, um, I wanted to show you one um, income stream that, um, so the one income stream that you can take advantage of. Um, so again, I want to kind of backtrack that this channel is for business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, any entrepreneur wannabes. <laughs> so for those who are in that typical nine to five job, you've got that steady paycheck coming in once a week, twice a week, and you're working the nine to five, 11 to seven, three to 11, whatever you have you, but you have some aspirations and some dreams and you would like to one day own your own business, or maybe you're, you're new to um, entrepreneurship and owning your business, whether it's a brick and mortar online, what have you, um, just know this channel is for you as well. And I want to share what I have learned on my journey, um, the mistakes, the heartaches, the frustrations <laughs> that all are a part of the territory. Uh, but at the end of the day, look at where you are now and the multiplication. And so with that being said, uh, I want to share um, a platform called Patreon. And Patreon, what that is, it's an online platform where um, you, that makes it easy for creative types to make money from their work. So for people who are artists, writers, filmmakers, musicians, um, you YouTubers out there, uh, you Facebook people out there, and among others, um, many of you know those people on that platform are flocking to Patreon to share their masterpieces with uh, the public. And so Patreon, it's, a, it's an American membership. I'm sorry, I do not believe that it's outside of the United States. I don't believe it is because it's an American membership platform. And what it does, it provides you with business tools for content creators. So you can run a subscription service and it helps creators and artists earn a monthly income by providing rewards, perks, uh, just for people coming to subscribe to them. So Patreon does charge a commission of about five to 12% for creators monthly income. So as you start generating revenue, Patreon will charge you like five to 12% monthly um, in addition to some minor processing fees. But that is a um, stream of income called Patreon. Now I'm gonna shift a little bit for a second. So bear with me guys. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Um, ba -ba -ba. I want to bring up
to go back into share screen. Share. Okay. And let me make sure I'm still recording. Okay. Um, so this is Patreon, um, patreon.com. And this is my page here. And it's called Coaching with Valerie. And what I'm going, and I'm basing it off of my YouTube station here, uh, but you can come here and how I have Patreon set up, you, you, you put your picture up, uh, you have your theme. So this is going to be a part of your branding. So really think about your branding when you come to Patreon. But basically with Patreon, you can set up membership levels, which is what I've done here. And make the price points pretty low D don't you know kind of go overboard um just keep it pretty low so people can take advantage of it and then you decide how you want to structure it as far as the perks that you want to give to your subscribers that are going to be coming on so what i did is i created this membership three different slots and i created a vp level ceo and then a founder level the name of my station it's called coaching with valerie um, and it's basically gonna be sharing the same content that I'm sharing with you now. I kind of did that little shopping mall theme um, because my focus is really gonna be on showing you multiple income streams. So each week I'll show you a different income stream. And so hence the, the, the analogy of the shopping mall where you can pick and choose. So with these membership levels, you have your price points. I did five, 10, 15, and then you are kind of listing out what you want each of those memberships to um, include. So with me, in my example here, with my VIP level, I charge maybe $5 a month for people to join. And this is what they'll get. They'll, ge they'll get general support from me, um, whether it's via email. Um, and then I, you know, any, any updates that I do to uh, Patreon here, they will get that they'll get access to the live streams. And then here on my next session, they'll get, you know, Patreon updates, live streams, and then they may get something else that's additional that I don't have in this particular membership level. And then for my founder level, again, they get everything within these two levels here, but they may get an extra, maybe a one-on-one -on -one 30 minute coaching session with me. Um, so that, is kind of to give you an idea what those income, what those uh, membership levels are. You create those, decide your price points, what you want to name them, be creative, and then what you want to include in each one of those membership levels. There is an about me section that you can write about, write about yourself, who you are. So when people come on there, they, they can get an idea of who you are. Uh, the next thing you want to do is you want to have what you're going to do, what, what, what your, not only is what your channel about and what the membership levels are, what they include and the difference between each one of those membership levels, but you wanna know whether it's gonna be music that, that they're gonna find on there. Is it gonna be videos? Is it gonna be blog content? I chose to do videos and blogs. I love to write so, um, and I love to be on camera. So my content is gonna be blogging as well as video content. Um, this is income. So over here, you kind of have your, your board of what you have, your creator, 
Um, and it's, it's, it's very straightforward, very simple, very easy to do. As you can see here, I just started out on Patreon, so I'm testing it out. Um, but I do have a colleague of mine um, who has tested it out and has been using it for a couple of months and he's been generating some revenue. And so now I'm testing it out for myself because I've got my YouTube channel up and you know I have my business and now I'm gonna have Patreon as well as an additional platform, but it'll be when those membership levels start coming in, it's another income stream that is coming forth and will range anywhere between my subscribers paying five to $15. Now that may not sound a whole lot to you, but that can add up pretty quickly. If you get a good steady amount of subscribers and a following that can add up and can turn anywhere between, you know, $500 and up per month, depending on how aggressive with it is. I'm posting like once a week. If you want to post more than that twice a week to build your following up quicker, you can. Um, but just so that you know that this is another avenue where you can generate some income stream. It may take, um, let me see, it may take a little bit longer, but it all depends on how often you're posting your content. If you have an existing following, if you're building a following, you know, I'm starting out, but I know it works because I have a colleague who, who um, showed me. And I know I have a couple of other uh, friends in the industry who are YouTubers and they've got Patreon and they are just killing it. And it, you know, if what you're doing currently is not working, you need to try something new. And here is a new method. Remember, we're talking about being fruitful and multiplying, being fruitful and multiplying and being fruitful and multiplying is in you. And so here is another way that you can make income. You're just simply following the prompts over here. When you get in and log in, it will ask you to create a username and a password um, to put all of your information in, such as your name and your address. Um, and then you'll get started with actually building your page. You know, what it's going to ask you what your page about, you know, whether you're going to do music, blogging, videos, and so forth. And you just create, kind of create it and post it out. So as you can see here, I've got one post out I just started, but it allows you to do images, videos, live, you can even live stream from this. So I could have live streamed with you guys. It lets you do surveys, audios, and, and so forth on here. So this is another uh, tool that you can use Patreon. So I'm gonna pull this down and I want to show you guys one more thing. I don't know how we're doing on time, but um, I wanted to pull this up and show you guys and just give you a quick blurb, 10 ways that you can earn um, I've got TW3. TW3 is the platform that I use on my business. The business, my business is called Dimensional Talent Streams. Again, I'll have all of that information in the description under this video once I post it. But TW3 is the platform that my business is built on. And TW3, we'll get more into detail about that, but I just want to focus on the multiple income streams that you guys can begin to take advantage of and implement. So with my platform, you, there are 10 different streams of income. The first one I call resell our system where you can come a, become sales rep and an affiliate, uh, no charge, and you can actually promote the system. And the system pays anywhere between $100 and $300 uh, based on the package uh, that we have. You get your lease, you get to sell the system and you get to make some money. 
The other way to make money is to resell and train our system. So you can become a sales rep and trainer, resell the platform, and you can make anywhere between $450 to $1,500 per the various packages that we have. There's no call, cold calling and the leads and everybody comes to you. There's what we call referral marketing that we have. And um, we have three different levels that you can come in. You can come in as a sales sales and affiliate. You can come in as a sales rep and trainer, or you can become what we call an elite member, sales rep plus member, where you get the whole kitchen sink of all of these 10 income streams that I'm making mention of now. Um, and with referral marketing, you refer clients to other jobs, businesses, product opportunities, and you can get paid just by doing referrals to other jobs. There's also recruiting and sales. Um, as what we call a sales rep and trainer member, you can recruit. You can recruit other sales rep and affiliates to resell the system on your behalf just to give you time to leverage your time and efforts a little bit more. And you get paid off of the effort and the time of your sales rep or your affiliates. The other income stream is blogging and writing. There's podcasting, online store. You have residual income where you can earn $50 a month. Once you recruit, you get a member, you begin to get $50 in residual income every month, as long as that member that you obtained stays with um, my platform. The other thing, ninth income stream is lead generation. We, um, we teach you how to generate. That's, that's um, I teach you how to get leads. Uh, that is one of our staples is lead generation for your business. So you get the leads um, that way, you're not doing any cold calling, you get all of the leads and you speak with them. And so that is another income stream. You can even get leads and resell those leads and get paid for those. The last 10th income stream is what we call enterprise sales, where as a, an elite member, um, you are able to get reselling rights of this platform um, and you can make a nice 18,000 per sale of reselling um, this whole platform. So those are the two in, those are the 10 income streams with my platform, resell our system, train it, referral marketing package, recruiting, blogging and writing, podcasting, you get an e-commerce, e an online store, digital products, you get residual income, lead generation, I teach you how to do leads. I can even teach you how to do leads and resell those leads and get paid. And then enterprise selling where you can get reselling rights of my system and get a nice $18,000 per sale. So that is pretty much it. This is my website. I will have more of that information um, below. Um, so I wanted to share that. So guys, I hope you got a lot of value. I know I went through that last part really quick. I'm trying to really respect time and keep my videos under an hour. Um, but join me next week. Um, I am in the process of getting a special guest and we're going to talk more about income streams, multiple income streams, why multiple income streams is so important. And then I will continue as I build this channel each week to come and show you a different income stream that you can implement for your business. And if you don't have a business and you want to get into business, um, I will provide my contact information. Reach out to me um, and I can tell you how to get started and where to get started and so forth. 
Thank you for joining me. And I will see you next week um, for another episode with Coaching with Valerie. Have a great day, everybody, and take care.